like such a thing when you go on vacation said it so like i'm not you know do that like auto responder thing so you don't get emails but like i don't know i'm not responding to it i mean they knew i was going i'm not the only person that can fix whatever's broken well Welcome back to another episode of the IC Pixels podcast. This is David. And this is Anthony. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're back from our uh, hiatus. Our, well, the, one of them. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. the rate that we aren't consistent, it's the same as normal, probably. <laughs> yeah, we'll maintain the same level. Um, so, what have you been up to in during our hiatus? Uh, well, I went to D.C. And when I got back, I went to work. <laughs> Not much. Sounds I don't exciting. know. The sun started eighth grade. It's weird. Um, I don't know. Not much has happened since then. Um, nothing worth mentioning, I guess. <laughs> A lot of planning and trying to, I don't know do things differently I don't know just trying to purposely evolve um, making plans for that but I mean nothing to report yet regular stuff stuff you should be doing anyway yeah I basically decided to do all the stuff I should be doing anyway that you did all the uh, uh, New Year's resolutions you made you re reiterate reiterated them. these are my mid-year resolutions <laughs> yeah except so. that it's August Oh right. Um, I saw you visited Gainesville. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I didn't go to Gainesville. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, that's, I mean, I don't know, that wasn't exactly a resolution, but I don't know. That's, well, you, you know, said just... you visited Gainesville. There was no, you know, physical evidence, but you said you visited Gainesville. <laughs> I believe there was evidence. Okay, well, if you and don't, it was all. <laughs> If you don't know what uh, we're talking about, check out his Instagram. Uh, what's your Instagram? Ant the Great. Ant Cave. Oh, Ant Cave. Uh, check out his Instagram and get a good laugh. What? <laughs> um. Also, didn't you start a new Instagram Instagram for your artwork? Oh, see, that is one thing that I was thinking about. I yeah. So I've been watching a lot of. YouTubers talking about branding and different things you can do. And one of the things I did that I probably should have done a long time ago was separate my art from my regular Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I did that and I've gotten a lot more action, like a lot more. I mean, I, I still have more followers on my personal account, but I've been getting, you know, somebody's already contacted me about being in a show. I mean, it was a little last minute, but I could have been, been in a show this weekend, hmm. you know, like, like things like that have already happened since I split it out. I mean, I've gotten like, I'm already up to like 75 followers. Hmm. Like, and I only, I'm only following like 36 people and I got 75 followers. Like I'm, you know, consistently making, getting followers every day. I mean, like some of the main things I saw, I was watching, um, Scott Peter McKinnon. He had a guy on there that like, he's a photographer and he does a lot of Instagram stuff. And some of the stuff he was talking about was like using like a grid, like having like, you know, nine pictures together mm-hmm. but they basically work like a series and then like ways to use your stories that they have on there and like basically using all that stuff and being consistent with it and like you know presenting your work in a because the problem with the art before it was all on my personal account and if you look at it you'd have to sift through my random pictures of whatever to find the artwork right now it's like just the artwork and I can divide it up into like okay well you know like I started off with all the women with afros that I paint. Just a lot of them when you see it all together, but <laughs> um, all those together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then I can do another series and like, okay, well, here's six of these, you know. And that way you can really break it up and you can, you know. So I've been doing that. And I'm mixing in the photography. I'm doing, trying to do photography again. 
take it more seriously again. So I've been going shooting in the park. So um, was someone with you while you were shooting in the park? Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so this the, this is a reference to a lyric from a Drake song. Oh, well, yes, yeah. There was somebody sh- with me shooting in the gym. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So after after all of that, I would say, uh, what is the <laughs> what is your Instagram your art Instagram account? Uh, Aunt does art. So um, with which I'm gonna buy the. I don't remember if I actually owned it, that that domain. If I don't, I'm gonna buy it, but. I feel like I do. I don't know. Well, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, if you remember our, if anyone remembers our episode we did about social media and our lack of uh, activity there, um, yeah. So we should probably transfer everything we learn <laughs> or you learn from your account to our social media account because we we don't do it. Yeah. Our Instagram is uh, yeah kind of. Well, I mean, I got I picked up. A- yeah, I learned. I picked up a lot of information, like watching people on YouTube. And while I was in DC, I was talking to a blogger, um, and she had a lot of good advice mm-hmm. on consistency and stuff like that. You you should maybe talk to her. I'll give her your your name. <laughs> I mean, I'll give I'll give her your name. I think she knows my name. I, I've... Or you can just give her your name next time when you know when, when you you know next time you see her in the kitchen or wherever. Not that she has to be in the kitchen. Um, yeah, that, that's that's really <laughs> sexist what you're saying right now. So, um, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, next time you see her, you know, around the house, <laughs> <laughs> talk to your wife. <laughs> I can do that. But yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> so, I guess uh, what have I been up to? Uh, no one asked that, but I, I was going to answer. Um, oh, what have you been up to? Oh, funny you should ask. Uh, so, uh, you came and visited, so that was inconvenient and annoying. Yeah. Um, that was a bon. that was a jo- joke. Um, just been working, and bon. then uh, last week or and part of this week, I was out in California, um, for a family vacation. We went out there and saw some friends and family. Lincoln Building. I didn't link or build with anybody. <laughs> There's a couple people like, I got messaged oh. like, "Hey, I'm coming out that way." And then one guy didn't reply until I got back, and he was like, "Hey, are you out here?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I was." <laughs> <laughs> he knew you were back. <laughs> <laughs> Just missed you. <laughs> but like, I'm gonna uh, milk it on my Instagram, and make it seem like I'm still on vacation for like another week. Um, but anyway, that was cool. We saw a bunch of stuff in LA and San Diego and surrounding areas. I had never been out there uh, to be as old as I am. It was kind of embarrassing to never have been like past like Arkansas or really that far on the other side of the Mississippi. You've been to Texas before? No, I've never been to Texas. Oh, wow. I've never been. Well, I guess Chicago is the farthest west I've ever been. But you've been to Sweden. No, no I haven't. I've been to Switzerland. So, um, oh, same thing. Yeah. So I prefer to go east and west. I guess <laughs> it's something I have a, a, a bias towards certain uh, directions on the compass or whatever. But anyway, that was fun. It was cool. Um, it's good to take a break and relax and not work for a while, even though it seemed like while I was out there, people kept hitting me up about work. Um, but I mean, that's, it's, it's a gift and a curse because sometimes you want to take a break and then on the other hand, it's good that people are calling you because it could be quiet for you all the time. So <laughs> when you get a call on vacation, don't trip. Mm. Um, so that, um, let's see, I've been trying to be more consistent with exercise and working out stuff because I hadn't been. So I downloaded this app. Um, I can tell you what it's oh, making noise. I can tell you what it's called. It is called Home Workout. Because <laughs> it's got like exercises you could do at home with no equipment, oh. um, and in there it's got this like challenge you do for 27 days. Basically, it reminds you every day to work out, um, but and then it tells you what exercises to do for how long oh. and everything. And you check it off and say, yeah, "I did it." Um, and I've been doing it. Let's see, one, two, three, four, for four days now. 
And I'm trying to be more consistent, but at least for the next 27 days, at least I'm going to be doing it because I, I, it's going to remind me and annoy me to death. Okay. Um, but so I know yeah. I've talked about this before on the podcast about like trying to be consistent with things. Just like, I mean, we talked about social media. Clearly, we're not consistent at all on social media. Um, so I think building consistency, in my opinion, building consistency in one area will help it helps it be easier to be consistent in other areas because it's just like okay this is another thing i gotta do every day and you just move yeah. on and start doing it so um yeah. yeah that's what i've been doing well there's this app that i use called my fitness pal that i can track my like uh calories and macros and you know what macros are heard of them okay macronutrients it's like with with cheese no um no but it's like you know your carbs your fats and your protein mm. Basically, you can break it down. In this app, it'll break it down, and then you can kind of set in things, set things in there, and like, kind of get a ballpark of where you are, and you can set goals and record your food, and like, so you know you're getting everything you need. So, um, I've been doing that for over a month. Um, yeah, actually, it's actually, I've been doing it for a while. It's been a couple of months, actually. I kind of fell off a little bit when when I went to DC, but. Um, <laughs> Um, trying to get back on it, but but uh, basically, um, something I noticed because the same way we've me and my fiance here, we've been tracking our macros and like trying to keep up with everything. And you know, every day it's like, okay, well, I can eat this. I still have room, you know, room in my, you know, basically in my caloric budget to eat this or like, you know, but because because it's like the way it is, it's like, okay, well, okay, I have too many carbs. Okay, well, I can I need I can eat something, but it can't have a lot of carbs. It needs to have protein, more protein than carbs, yeah. or you know, does stuff like that so it, it tells you you know you know where you are it gives you a chart um somebody realizes that directly applies to you know the same way you would approach like a but a mm-hmm. budget like financially right. like you're gonna you know that same discipline like you're saying the consistency and the discipline it'll transfer into other areas if you're able to you know it's it's the same muscle you just gotta apply it somewhere else and you know approach your you know your finances the same way you would have approach your diet if you're serious about your diet right right right, right. <laughs> if so, you're not serious about diet don't. before got a lot of people they're not serious about their diet but <laughs> and they're not saying they're serious about their finances no. either well i think a lot of people say that they are but yeah, no. like, i'm trying to get this money but they they don't uh they don't well they a lot of people try to get money but they don't try to stop spending money yeah. so yeah if i can keep money i don't have to make as much yeah so all right so, um, uh, what, I forgot what I was going to say that was uh, relevant. Yeah, I, I don't, I kind of pay attention to what I eat. I mean, I have to on some level, but I don't pay super, super close attention to it because uh, I just don't. So, maybe that's the next step I need to move toward. Well, if you if you plan on taking a trip to Gainesville, you're going to have to. Uh... No, I feel like, I mean, I've definitely, uh, I feel like you can definitely get bigger without eating super, super healthy. Without like counting every single thing you eat. Well, no, but if like you're trying if, to. If you're eating like, the wrong things, you won't build well, yeah, yeah, yeah. build muscle. That. Or like if you're not getting enough protein, or you know, you're not going to be able to build muscle. If you're not mm-hmm. getting enough carbs, you're not going to have any energy. So oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. So, um, with all that being said, oh, I uh, the other thing I did in in during our vacation, I finally finished uh, Luke Cage. Uh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it got a little. I don't I was, know. I guess I was ready for it to be over. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. Get, it did get a little long because people just kept coming back, and I was like, "All right, just die." Yeah, I heard somebody saying like that's actually hurting like some of the series. It's like they should let them be shorter. Like, yeah, because there was, I won't say there was a whole episode they could have gotten rid of, but there was some sections where it just seemed longer than necessary. It was like, all right, this, there's several climactic moments. Yeah. And it was like, the, some of them, it seemed almost out, out of order because most stories, it's like everything builds to one major climactic moment and then there's a wrap up at the end of yeah. the short. Whereas in this one, it was like, there was a climactic moment and it, it faded down, went down. Then there was another climactic moment and then it, it went down. And then another semi, like a small climactic moment when, uh, what's the name died. 
got poisoned by her, her daughter, and then it was over. And I'm like, what? And then yeah, and like Luke basically becoming uh, I wouldn't say a bad guy, but a somewhat bad guy. Like, well, he's not like a bad guy, but like running the club it was like I didn't get that part because I don't know. For to me, I'll say this: the uh, I don't think he's an amazing actor. Mm. And I his I don't know he just doesn't come off as gen like as real when he's talking because he sounds like <laughs> I heard like somebody he else say that there's like it's like he's a really nice guy so when he tries to not be it's like yeah mm. it doesn't sound sound real because he's like no man you better stop and it's like come on you don't sound like no I know you don't do that <laughs> and then like uh like because when he was like angry with uh whatever the chick's name is the nurse and he punched the wall like yeah, that wasn't believable because he wasn't he didn't seem angry until he punched the wall and then i don't know it just didn't come off as logical the thing about that is i knew it was going to happen i knew that it was going to happen i, I could just yeah, feel yeah, that yeah. that's what they were trying to build towards and i was yeah. just like he's gonna punch yeah. the wall. he's gonna do something it, stupid it was obvious yeah and then i just i don't, I don't i'm tired of seeing her i don't i, I don't i'm not i'm not you lost me um but <laughs> what do you mean I'm I mean, like, she's, in, she's in every uh, well, yeah. show. Maybe she'll go back to what's his name, Daredevil. I don't, I don't know. She, I don't care for her. Well, how do you how do you feel about what's his name? Who Iron Fist? Oh, you know, I, I feel, his coming to it was it was weird because uh, he popped up when it was convenient, and then there was other times when he could have really just been there and be helpful, but he wasn't. Just like the white man. Oh. No, <laughs> uh, I didn't <laughs> mind him coming. Uh, I, uh, the Iron Fist show as a whole, I thought wasn't that great, but no. I didn't mind him in. It, Luke he was Cage. better in Luke Cage than he was on his show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel Definitely. like they made a mention of that too because he was like, he seemed different, and I was like, what are y'all trying to do? Well, I say definitely different in in the. Yeah. Uh, when he came back, when he showed up, I was like, who is this? Why do I recognize him? Because at first I didn't realize who it was. <laughs> and then they said something about Rand, and I was like, okay, I know who he is, and I know why he's here. But, like, that was another thing where, like, when they were going in that uh, factory or whatever it was, abandoned warehouse and fighting, that was kind of climactic. They did the whatever their combining powers thing was. Yeah, that was cool. And that was cool, but it was like, this is super anticlimactic because no one was there, and they killed one plant. Yeah, and there was a lot of team up fights. Yeah, I don't know. It just felt long. Like somebody was saying, like they should have done it more like in one of the Daredevil seasons where there were basically it was like chapters, mm-hmm. not just like one long thing to lead up to. Because it's just like, come on, like just and don't just fight, just kill her. Y'all do fight and just let it be over. Like, cause I'm tired of like. I got I, I got I got tired of the story honestly I, I and I hate to be like that but I, I stopped caring it was like all right oh it's like oh finally she's dead and finally thank you somebody yeah. killed her ah. I mean it was just it, it just was going on too long yeah I, I, I wanted uh I knew they weren't gonna allow it but I wanted bushmaster to kill her bushmaster to kill her yeah um he was a pretty good character I yeah and I'm glad I'm glad he's not dead yeah. All, either, but I felt like they should have just worked together because between Bushmaster, the daughter, and Luke, they could have just wrapped it up really fast. Like if you ever seen those how it should have ended things, mm. it, it just required one quick conversation. Like, hey, I'm trying to kill her. Oh, for real? Okay, I agree, <laughs> but I don't want you to kill her because I want her to go to jail. Oh, well, yeah. I don't want her to go to jail either. Okay, well, Luke, you stay at home. We'll take care of this. It's a wrap. Yeah. Because his whole thing of trying to save her and make her go to jail failed anyway. Yeah. I, I agree with that. So it could have been wrapped up real quick. But Luke, honestly, in that whole story, I feel like Luke was just, he was kind of the problem. Almost. Yeah, he was just kind of in the way. Yeah. I mean, Bushmob, he was wilding, but like, Yeah, but he was, he was sending a message, and I feel like he, 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 he seemed to have said that like once she was dead, he was good. Yeah, and Luke kept on making excuses why he couldn't kill her, and none of it made sense. It's like, no, this doesn't just. What they should have done was, yeah, he kills her, and there's a void now, and then then Luke can step into it because he has to, or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
not like this like oh she puts you in the will and now the daughter's mad at you kind of crap. like <laughs> yeah the daughter <laughs> she shouldn't be mad there was a whole lot of like i felt like holes in the story that my understanding i've never read a luke cage comic or anything but i understood my understanding was that like he's like a hero for hire type of situation which yeah made sense with the piranha dude but that was another thing like that whole storyline it was somewhat interesting the whole piranha thing where he was protecting yeah. him and then <laughs> they kill him. He's just dead. Like immediately. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I was, I, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, oh, they can actually do something with this. Like, this is interesting. And like, that guy could actually help. That would be like a nice character to keep bringing back around that he keeps on having to help. And, you know, yeah. The word of guy, he's not evil. He's just, you know. Yeah. He's an opportunist. Yeah. yeah. They, they, I feel like there was a lot of good ways they could have taken a story that they stopped. I mean, just like, well, it's not unlike season one. Cause season one, I felt like, uh, whatever his name was the guy that got knocked out the window. I thought he was cool, and I wish oh, they had kept him around. Cottonmouth. Yeah, Cottonmouth. Oh, yeah. I wanted him to stay around, but then they killed him. What's his name? It's like, I don't care about him. <laughs> yeah, because that other guy, yeah, exactly. It's like, they had a good storyline, they killed that, brought in some secondary storyline that was whack, and wrapped yeah. up the show. And this season, I felt like they just really were like, oh, we're going to make this. I, I just wasn't on the Mariah thing. I mean, it was just like, her and shades and all that. It was just like, I couldn't tell if that was real or like he was, I don't know what was going on. That was weird. It was just weird to me. So I thought, uh, cause it seemed like basically shades was playing her. That's what I thought. Not like he was playing her, like he was cheating on her or whatever. Cause who cares? But he was like, yeah, he was trying to use her. To he was basically to... controlling her. Cause he would be like, no, you could do this. You go, go out there and be strong. Cause he, he kind of convinced her to go back to the streets. And then yeah. she went too hard. And then he got scared. But it was like, because he did it a couple times where you have this conversation with her and kind of lead her in the way she needed to go. And I was like, yeah. he's clearly the power behind the skirt or whatever you want to call it. But then, like, he, he got scared at the end and instead of just playing his role. So I, I don't know. Because I felt like... Did he die? No, he just went to jail. No, he didn't. But I felt like his character could have filled that void if he got her out of the way. There was so up. much going on because then there was that whole thing with him and the dude from jail and yeah, like Comanche. it was just a lot going on that was not relevant to the story. I felt yeah, like it was like kind of unnecessary. A lot of <laughs> with, uh, red herrings because they threw him out there and then you're trying to pay attention because you think oh this is gonna matter later and then the person just dies and it's like oh it's well, just like that oh matter. that <laughs> didn't matter at all it didn't affect anything at all. <laughs> no no bearing on the story you know <laughs> yeah because the other yeah. thing. I thought the cop was the daughter's father. The cop that got shot. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the daughter's oh, father. Oh, I was thinking that. Yeah. Because he kept saying, he's like, are you going to tell her who your who her real father is? And how would he know? Yeah, that was, well, how how did he know? Because I'm forgetting. They never explained He it. was like, he just knew them, I guess. From back in the day or something. I don't know. Yeah, but that was never. Somebody explained. else just got killed for no reason. Just dead. Like. It's like, because I, I thought he was like, you know, he was coming in to be the tough. To, well, at first I thought he cookie. was shady. <laughs> I thought he was yeah. like shady and helping them. And then turns out he wasn't. But then they had a whole storyline around him and he had all these connections and he gets killed. That's my other problem because Misty Knight was all like broken up about him dying. It was like, dude, you barely, you just met him last week. Why are you so shook because he got shot? I mean, I understand someone got shot, but like you barely know him and you're like more like, you know, shooken up about that than other stuff. Like, you don't even know that guy. You didn't even like him. Yeah, yeah. She didn't seem to like him until he died. Or like, yeah, she until she like, quit and then they became all cool. And it like turned into like a moment. It was like, you don't. Uh, when did you start caring about him? <laughs> yeah, because he. Know. She kind of treated him and the other black girl cop kind of the same way. Like, oh, not yeah, exactly the same. That way. was weird too. That whole yeah, that was super that, weird. It didn't seem necessary at all. It's like, why are they beefing? Like, I mean, maybe a little bit of, but like the ongoing where she actually tries to go get on an airplane and all. It's like, what? <laughs> it just it just seemed like a lot. I, I feel like I mean, well, not that they did use him a lot but like they should have just stuck with Bushmaster and maybe some other some other thing or whatever but like mainly I think they dragged out Mariah way too long so my problem with the cop was like 
So they had beef like in high school or something, and she's bringing up old high school stuff like twenty years yeah, later. That's... that's weird. Uh, you need to let that go. And then okay, she snitched. And then why is she like? If you get this much money, <laughs> why are you like standing outside the private jet like that? That's just weird. I know. <laughs> I that's I said that too. Is like, like I would have been gone by now, because she had plenty of time. You know, it was like the next day. Or just lay low, go walk somewhere. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, she was don't dumb. Don't fly out of that city. Yeah, she was dumb. <laughs> go fly out of somewhere else. It, it was. And then, was, it was weird. Like, when they're trying to arrest her, Misty's like, no, I got this. And then don't have a little fist fight. Like, what? No. Y'all regular cops go catch her. I'm not going to have a fist fight with you in the, in the private airport thing. Yeah, I was like to take out your like you know high school anger. I don't know. That was that was weird. Yeah, then, that part was weird. There was a lot of issues I had with that, with the storyline. If they had just taken out some of those parts, or just replaced yeah. them with something that made sense, I'd have been fine. Yeah, and well, and that's part of the reason why I think it. I agree that it could have been a shorter season because I don't know if they felt like they needed to fill holes or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it could have been a shorter season just to take some of that stuff out. Yeah, because I felt like like we already got enough. The whole <laughs> Bushmaster storyline and like all the characters on that side, great. I didn't see any problem with any of them. The daughter storyline, yeah. was fine. Misty's storyline was a little weird and it was a bunch of random stuff in there that didn't matter. The whole Luke Cage and the nurse storyline, just the acting wasn't that great and there was unnecessary like the whole situation with his father. Yeah. Like he That was cool. He kept being mad at him, but he never really like I don't know. I think it's more on Luke Cage that actor's acting than anything cuz he was mad, but he didn't really say <laughs> it was like what are you mad for again? Okay. Like he didn't really explain it until late, finally he was like you know, mom came to the jail, I but you didn't. They, yeah, well, yeah, they alluded to it. I think the first season that he didn't like his dad or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was the whole thing was was weird. I felt like they could have summarized that faster, but they went too slow with it in term and drew it out too long because that could have been taken care of earlier. Yeah. No. Yeah, they didn't need all that. I mean, they. Yeah, I think the daughter should have killed the mom or somehow the mom. I don't know. That should have happened like halfway through the season. Like they did Cottonmouth. Just gone and remove her from the story because she's not adding anything after that. Yeah, but if you remove her, then Bushmaster's gone. And he was part of the good part of the story. Oh. Or the better part. Yeah, well. Like his storyline made sense. I think everyone's storyline for the most part, except for Misty's friend that she's fighting. Everyone else's storyline made sense. It was just like it was drawn out too far. Like, all right, let's get to it. I think I just got tired of seeing Mariah. I guess I guess I just get tired of it. It was just like, ugh. well, because <laughs> I don't know. It was just it just seemed extra sometimes. It's just like <laughs> I definitely uh, fast forwarded. You can go sit down to, through some of those scenes <laughs> where she's just like talking to um, to shades or whatever. I definitely fast forwarded some of that stuff. It's like, all right, you're just talking about stuff that happened. I don't care. Yeah, it. I don't know. I mean, maybe I don't know. Because yeah, she could have still been there, but maybe just less. Like, just don't focus the story so heavily on what whatever she's doing. Because whatever she was doing wasn't that interesting. Nope. <laughs> but so. so what I did like, I like the music. Always the music is always good. Uh, there was yeah. the one like kind of big guy that was playing the guitar. He was good, of course. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever his name, the rapper. <laughs> Rakim. Or chaos, what? Chaos well, yeah, one. both of them. I didn't. I wasn't when, when Rakim was doing. <laughs> you know the what thing, was I didn't funny realize. about Kiara's yeah. one? That, that song had gunshots in it, but it sounded really real. But when there was actually, then gunshots, he got all panicky. He <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like, oh no, those are real. Those aren't. That's not part of the song. It's like, what? How did you? No. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's that's yeah, one of the redeeming parts of the whole thing was that. Rakim, Kara's yeah. one, that big guy with the guitar, the the the, the Jamaican dude. I don't know who it was, but he was singing. Yeah. Oh, and that chick, um, she's on Big Crit's album that was singing. She had like the dreads or something, like the blonde dreads. She was like early mm-hmm. in the show. She's on Big Crit's song, uh, Big Crit's album. Oh, okay. That um, I know who you're talking about. Like, you have you 
his latest album? The 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 double one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Georgia Fornia yeah. song. Yeah, that's oh, her. Okay. But um, she yeah, because she's like oh, well, she's like affiliated with Dungeon Family and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I think that's like Big Gibbs' ex-wife or something like that. Hmm. Fun facts. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, but um. All right, so uh, we actually did have a topic to talk about this week. Uh, since we have been talking about like vacation, what we've been doing while we were taking a break from other stuff, I want to talk a little bit about kind of the importance of not just taking a break, but taking a vacation. Because taking a break, I think of that's like a, a short break, like a few minutes, a few hours, a few days, whatever. But taking a vacation where you literally say, hey, I'm not doing any of this stuff for a while. And kind of why that's important and how that can help you uh, as a designer or whatever it is you do. Um, so aside from the one you just took a few weeks ago, when's the last time you took a vacation? Um, about <laughs> two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. say for me. <laughs> yeah, it was. Let's see. So I didn't take one last year. Yeah, it's been about two years for me too. So I try and I try to at least take some vacation time every year, like during the summer to get out and get away yeah. and do something even if it's not like going to some exotic destination or nothing and spending thousands of dollars even if it's just like going to the beach for a week or going to the beach for yeah. five days or something like that um oh well i mean i went to savannah for i mean but that was only for like a day so i don't know yeah i don't know what counts that's a weird question it was a mini vacation i mean it was i don't know it was getting away but like you know i came back like so why do you <laughs> why do you not take vacations more often? Well, the way my bank account was set up last. Well, summer, other than uh, financial uh, reasons, is there anything else? Um, uh, lack of planning. <laughs> it's one of those things you look up. It's like, oh wait, I got vaca- mad vacation hours left at the end of the year, and so you end up taking them around Christmas and not actually doing anything. Yeah, I don't like to take time off and then just be at home. Unless it's like 4th of July or some random holiday. I don't Because I know some people that just take time off and just sit at the house. I don't like willing to do that. Yeah. I mean, I've taken time off and then done work. <laughs> I've done that for sure. Work for your, but, comp- like, your job you have or work for like personal projects? Oh, okay. like other work. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. But that's yeah. I mean, but yeah. I mean, I th- I would say it's mostly lack of planning. It's something I know I need to do, but like you get into the, the rhythm of the week or day or you know the year, and you just look up and you didn't. It's like yeah, I should take a day off, and then but it's feel like you can't do it right then. Just certain things come up, or you know, or you're working on a project at work or something like that, and like because like well like for when I came up there it was like I mean I planned that in advance I, it was like in the middle of we were launching two websites at work but we launched one and I went on vacation came back and we had to, we just launched the other one at the beginning of this week but it's like I don't know I mean I had planned in advance and it was like I, I, I needed to get away after all that we were working on but I mean I don't know you gotta you gotta work on that work life mm-hmm. balance I mean just like people I work with um, sometimes they, you know, it's like, oh, well, I'm gonna take this home and I'll work on this later. And I'm like, are you gonna have some time to work on this tonight? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I do not have time to work on it tonight. I mean, I don't say it like that, but I'm just, I don't know. But I mean, like my manager, he doesn't expect me to do that. But like, you know, sometimes that, that can be the culture that people are in, where they, you know, they just take the work yeah. home with them. And like, he made it clear he didn't want us to do that. Because you know he knows how that feels, because you know from experience of him doing that and it not you know ruining other parts of his life. But so like you know, I take that to heart. I mean, because also I mean when I leave work, like I got other work to do. I got other stuff to do. I mean, I'm not. I already gave eight hour eight of my hours. You know, that's plenty. Yeah. And, <laughs> and also, I mean, for that reason, and also. A lot of times, I will do better work if I'm able to get away from it for a while. Not work. 
I can come in fresh in the morning and knock it out quicker than if I sit here and like sit and plug away for more hours today. Like, no. Yeah, I think that's uh, an issue. I don't know. That's like with the company culture because some companies will it really promote like, oh, you got to work really hard and you got to do whatever you can to make this project complete and you got to be dedicated and all this other stuff. But they say that, but then at the same time, they encourage you to take time off, but they really mean don't take as much time off. Yeah. Or at least that's what it seems to me is like they a lot of them want you to basically dedicate your life to them. Which yeah, that's nice that you want that. Not gonna happen though. I, well I'll say when personally that like even... Oh, go ahead. I'll say when I there are there have been companies I work for where like I was really interested in a project or I was really motivated to work on something and I have took stuff home and worked on it or worked late, stayed to the office overnight. I've done all that several times. But in the end looking back you know for some of the times it was where it was important and i got it done but most yeah. of the time my manager would it be like doesn't even matter <laughs> okay uh okay. somebody at work somebody yesterday told me they were listening to lincoln park and i was like okay but um <laughs> i think yeah for some of the things i worked on it really didn't matter it was just sitting at work for nothing and then someone up the management chain just was like oh never mind we can wait we'll do it tomorrow and i'm like crap what, what, why'd you have me rushing and then one some of my other managers in the past have like when i had to pull one time i pulled on lighter my manager was like stay home you'll get paid for it don't worry about it and i was like okay so um but <laughs> i do agree i do think it's very important to take time off because like you said it gives you time to think about something else. Cause I, so I, I know someone personally who will run into an issue and spend hours and hours kind of bumping their head against it without taking a break to do something else. And I, I, I guess I kind of suffer from the same thing on some level, but that's why I think it's important to have like a diversity of things to work on. Because then if I get stuck on something or something you confuses me, I can just do yeah. something else for a little while. And then a lot of times that's enough for me to get some time to think and then it's also i think one of the values of working with a team because if you work with a team then if i get stuck on something i can go talk to people instead of sitting here on google trying to find like some article on stack overflow or whatever that's going to tell me how to fix this issue i can talk to my teammates yeah. and they may suggest something and then that just that break of going and talking to somebody and explaining the issue a lot of times that gives me a new perspective because yeah. In explaining a lot of times I've been explaining an issue to someone and was like oh never mind I figured it out because while I was talking you about needed it, to talk it through, yeah I just know? needed to talk about it yeah I mean I've done that for sure a lot of times when I get stuck on something I was like you know what I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna walk around the building like just to you know go outside or go talk to somebody you know just do something else mm-hmm. like because you know I've heard that I was thinking I was watching Shield, but <laughs> it's like you do something else, and then your brain, your subconscious, will continue to work the problem. Yeah. But you just need to do something else. But I mean, it definitely helps me think to get up and walk around and just you know get change your environment for a little bit, and like you may find a solution like halfway around, and then you got some. But at least you gave your brain a break. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. Also, when you're staring staring at a screen for that many hours a day without a break is not good for you either. Yep. So, uh, so don't get off your computer and then go stare at your phone. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was reading somewhere. Basically, there was a study by called in 1992. There was something called a Framingham Framingham Heart Study, which basically showed that uh, it tracked some workers for over 20 years, and it found that uh, men who didn't take vacations were 30 percent more likely to have a heart attack, and women. Uh, they were 50% more likely to have a heart attack if they didn't take a vacation. So I think, like like you talked about, it's good for mental health, but it's also good for like physical health as well. I think they're both connected. So um, this is coming to a point that I forgot. Well, I would I would say in that vacation that you take, even if it, you know if money's an issue, it doesn't always have to be about money. Sometimes that can, I mean, sometimes even if you're not going anywhere, having a break from the work, like forcing yourself to not do work for a while and you know you can go to a park for free or something like that mm-hmm. you know just doing something different is good for you right even so, if it's free just something different <laughs> right 
I think it's uh, also useful because I know we've had a podcast where we talked about inspiration, where you find inspiration for things. I think that's also useful as well. Um, because when I get away from like if I spend all my time at my desk working on stuff, then I, what's, what's inspiring me, especially as a, a creative yeah. I need to go find some inspiration somewhere and I can't, of course I can go to some inspiration website or I can look on Instagram at design inspiration or something like that. And that helps a little bit, but then I'm just probably copying someone else's work, someone else's inspiration. And that's not the right way to do it. So I think getting away and like, like, so I've designed a lot of things where I guess the style or the, the idea I wanted to convey was like a warm summer, summery palm trees feel like a California type feel. But what I was doing was inauthentic because I was copying someone else's or looking at a picture and kind of mimicking that because somebody's idea of summer. Yeah. Someone else's <laughs> idea because I'd never really, I'd never been to California before. So now that I've been my inspiration for that, whatever that is, is different, you know? Mm. Um, and my inspiration is more authentic because I'm not just, looking at a video or something someone else did i have a more complete yeah. and real prick picture i mean just like like the beach or whatever yeah not necessarily that you have to mimic what you saw but it can provide some inspiration like i saw i saw some cool cars when i was in california i saw some cool architecture while i was in california um when we were in north carolina earlier this year i saw some things that provided inspiration for things that i've done since then so i think that um it's useful to get out there and just see things. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have, like you said, you don't have to spend a bunch of money to go see something or to go find some inspiration somewhere else. There's art museums and stuff like that that are free. Um, Cause I went to mm-hmm. one art museum when we were in California, it was free, but they had, um, I have to post it on Instagram at some point. They had uh, these drawings that um, some artists had done while they, I guess they were sketches while they were preparing to make the last Jedi movie, I think. So they did all these sketches. They're really cool looking to kind of, I guess they were planning out scenes and where people stand and stuff like that. I have to post one on Instagram when I remember, but um, yeah. So a lot seeing a lot of that stuff gave me, it gives you new ideas and new inspiration for stuff to work on. Um, And some of it may turn into a personal project. Some of it may end up in something I do for someone else, but I feel like getting away to do that was very important. Um, Yeah. What is your opinion or your thoughts on like lock try- her up? Oh, oh, lock her. Okay. Yeah, you can lock her up. But um, getting uh, like, what do you do when you get calls and stuff like that on vacation? Um, or like emails or something like that. Yeah, do, are you actively like are you actively involved in like replying to emails and stuff like that, or do you just kind of say nope. I'm unplugged and I'm not doing anything? <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, I mean, I still use my phone or whatever, but just not not for work. I'm not, you know, no. I mean, like when I was gone, I don't even think I really got any, but maybe some automated stuff or whatever. But I mean, I I would say to people like, set your thing when you go on vacation. Set it to like I'm not, you know, do that like auto responder thing so you don't get emails. But like, I don't know. I'm not responding to it. I mean, they knew I was going. I'm at the only person that can fix whatever is broken well maybe I don't know they got backups of the website the website breaks they can put a backup up yeah yeah nothing <laughs> I feel like nothing's that crucial so I think that was that has been in my past one of my reasons for maybe maybe one of my subconscious reasons for not wanting to go on vacation is that I felt like kind of the team is depending on me and I, yeah. I'm that guy and if you're an effective worker and you do a good job, or if you're, you know, running your own small business, you can feel like way that way. Like if I leave, everything's going to fall apart. But I think you gotta kind of have some confidence in the people you work with, and you've got to communicate clearly to your customers or your coworkers and say, "Look, I'm gonna be out." So yeah. here's what happens. Everybody else, yeah, and everybody else takes vacations and days off and rent. Yeah, I, I don't know. Everybody else does it. Yeah, but it is, I don't know. I've worked a situation where with a lot of like people that were trash, and if y'all are trash. It's cool for you to take a vacation because nothing much is gonna change. But I don't know. Well, I feel like I mean, I'm important. I'm too important. Where if they're trash, but you're important and you're doing more work, then you deserve it more than them. So you better take it. You're right. Nope. They'll be all right. 
the world's not going to end because that company is, you know, that, I don't know. They'll be all right. <laughs> you are correct. I can't, I cannot disagree. I mean, if they don't have like a backup thing for when, you know, when somebody's out or, you know, because people get, you know, you know, people, like we always say, people get hit by a beer truck. Like, you don't, you know. Why's it got to be a beer truck? I don't know. Um, but, yeah. It's, you know, if somebody's out, like, if you don't have a backup plan as a company, then that's on you. Because, <laughs> like, what happens if something, you know, something crazy happens and that was, you put everything on that person? Like, that's on you. You messed up. Yeah, yeah. It's poor, it's poor planning on, from man, a management perspective. And I think if you're working for yourself, you got to manage yourself better and say, um, you know, I'm not going to put it myself and in that situation. It's not a surprise vacation. Like, I mean, you know, you're about to take a vacation. Like, so finish your work or get it to a good place and be out. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think, yeah, I think that guilt thing has played a big part for me. And then I think the whole, uh, not wanting to plan or the, just the work of planning has been trouble too. So I had a coworker in one of my jobs I had in the past. She took a whole month off one time, but she had planned wow. it for a long time. She coordinated with management and then she went on a trip to South America for a month. Had a great time apparently. But um I think that's important because I think that in some ways it's it's it becomes easier just to continue working than it is to take a vacation. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a habit. It's a routine. Yeah. The routines are comfortable even if they're uncomfortable. So you just keep on doing it and that way you don't have to think about it and nobody's going to miss you and like you're always there if the world explodes, you know. So you never I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, in conclusion, you you're not taking the vacation as a choice. Like Kanye said. Yeah. You chose to be a slave to work. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say, um, in conclusion, as, as, a free, as a freelancer and a, a day-to-day, nine-to-five worker, I'd say it's important. Vacations are obviously important. Oh, one thing I was going to say, like in terms of taking calls and answering emails, because I like my nine-to-five, when I go on vacation, I don't worry about that stuff. I told them I was out. They'll be fine. For my freelance stuff, a lot of times, if if I have people I'm actively working with, I'll tell them, hey, going out of town, good luck. Um, And a lot of times that, especially if I tell them in advance, a lot of times that triggers more work when I come back. But uh, that's fine. Um, What I will do if I didn't tell everybody, because, like, I knew I wasn't going to be doing that much work, any work for my day job while I was on vacation. I didn't tell anybody that I was going on vacation, any of my freelance customers. I didn't tell them because... Um, I didn't have any pending projects or anything, so it was fine. But while I was on vacation, um, I had somebody hit me up and say that their website got hacked. I had to fix that. Um, and then a couple people asked me, hey, can you send me an invoice for this work you did? Because we want to pay you. But all of those are easy to deal with. I just emailed them back. like, Hey, I'm on vacation. I'll take care of this when I get back. And it was not a problem. So generally, I, I, that's how I handle things. But I think if I was to go like uh, a few years ago, we went on a cruise. And so I didn't have email of uh, any access to the internet for real for a couple of days because we were out in the middle of the ocean. So I had to let everybody know. And I think that's the most important part is just communicate. If you tell somebody, as long as you've told them, then it's not a problem. If something breaks while you're out, mm-hmm. then you could just, if I haven't communicated that I'm going to be out, I'll just say, Hey, I'm out. Um, I'll let you know when I get back and I'll fix it. Well, then. for freelance people, like, I mean, I think, you know, that's, you know, People that hire freelancers, you kind of know that, you know, they're freelance. You don't, they could either be on vacation or they could be doing work for other people. You don't have, you don't have control of their time. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know. So I'd say um, the most important things about vacationing is obviously understanding the importance of it to you, not only your physical health, but your mental health, the importance to your ability to continue to be effective as a creative I think all those things are very important to remember uh, because taking a break to see what's going on out there in the world or whatever, even if it's just taking a break to scroll through Twitter and look at that, you may find something mm-hmm. there that will inspire you or 
keep you connected with whatever's going on. So I think all that's important to remember. And then don't fall prey to like the guilt trips and the traps and stuff that people will put on you. Oh yeah. Uh, great boundaries. <laughs> Cause I feel like I, I don't say anyone has done that, uh, blatantly but people have like it's a culture thing yeah it can be a culture it's not you know and you know or you're in a position where you're trying to impress people and reading a book now that maybe we can talk about called the called the essentialist and one of the first things that talked about was like you know being able to you know put things that are essential to decide and you know telling people being able to tell people no and mm-hmm. you know have boundaries and stuff like that. So yep. Don't have to talk about that when I get done with it. <laughs> I gotta read. So. Uh, I know we talked a while back about that habit book. I still haven't read it. Read it. So that's one of the things I've been meaning to start doing is like taking a break at work and reading for a little bit. Yeah, that's my plan because I read other books when I'm at home, so I figure I can read the like self help or whatever those kind of books as a break at lunch. Yeah. You know? Because a lot of times I don't take a lunch, a real lunch break. I'm just sitting there and then end up working. Yep. Me too. Or somebody comes in and asks you to do something and you just start doing this. Like, no, I need to remove myself from this situation, from this environment for a moment. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, that is it for our episode for this week. Um, since vacation time is over, we're going to be back in in two weeks with another episode, as promised. No more no more mm-hmm. random hiatuses. Uh, if you want to see that picture I, I I was talking about the Star Wars picture that I saw at the Hilbert Museum in California, I can tell you who drew it in a second. I posted mm-hmm. it on our Instagram at Alien Muffin. It's it's by Robert Bailey called Vader Fights Back done in graphite on Japanese paper um, posted it on our Instagram so check that, check that out uh, I'll probably post some other pictures from that museum as well uh, as soon so check that out uh, also follow us on Instagram follow us on Twitter um, listen to the podcast which you are obviously doing and thank you word oh do we <laughs> still have products for sale yeah would you like to say more about we that do. <laughs> <laughs> we have products for yes <laughs> we're gonna make we're gonna we're gonna we gotta get some new designs up there though so and you know also do a better job of letting people know that we have designs so yeah uh i'm gonna try and post something on instagram this week <laughs> well i guess i already did <laughs> just now so uh yeah uh wish us luck in our effort to uh be better at social media and go take a vacation if you haven't yeah Thanks for tuning in.